2: on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com What up? Happy Tuesday. This is Jay Foreman live from 1040 O Street, the uh, sports mecca of uh, sports radio. Um, This is Old School, myself, Austin Norman. We are brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese Special Ingredients and Butcher Shop located at 84th and Havelock and 30th and Yankee Hill. Uh, there, There are two Lincoln locations and one in Omaha. But Whenever we have a special guest, I do get excited, and uh because, you know what when you have a special guest that's never given me a technical foul, then I love it right, <laughs> but without further ado, we got Dominique Johnson and Kenzie from the Boys and Girls of Lincoln uh have some a uh, pretty big announcements, but it's already been announced right yeah what you it's guys been are doing yeah um so without further ado, welcome to our new home right'cause you've been you were back at our well I guess the you know old one and uh seeing the new digs but appreciate you guys coming down what you guys are doing um you know it was obviously dear to me I I grew up in the boys and girls club um both in in uh Phoenix Frederick Maryland and Minneapolis so you know I'm right you know right at home with that I know the the positives that you guys do and the things that you guys are I've, selfless in, in the things that you do for the community and young knuckleheads like myself but without further ado um introduce yourself to the afternoon listeners we are yeah we're the old school listeners so we we do a lot of old school stuff so welcome introduce yourself and then we'll get into uh what you guys got going on in here in the future
3: hi my name is kenzie cook and i'm the program director at park middle school so i get to hang out with all the middle school kiddos um with bgc every day, and day it's been really awesome
2: where where is park middle school
4: it's on like eighth and g right okay. close to downtown all right yeah and I am Dominique Kelly Johnson. uh, very new to the position. I am our CEO and just kind of overseeing all the operations and supporting Kinsey and her efforts and the rest of our program directors. So,
2: you know, I, I listen. I like it when you got you guys are coming to just just roll all right. I, I just do this, do that. You guys got to give yourself some love, man. You guys do a, <laughs> You guys are being way too humble, you know, because you guys are doing a lot of great things, but without the. Uh, you know get into it tell us about what you guys are doing for it's in the summer right it's it's late yep. july to august tell, yep
4: so we're we actually um we actually have some camps that are coming up right. and a, and a huge three-on-three event actually on may 19th
2: okay so let's do the three-on-three yep. three-on-three event first because that's awesome because obviously people we're don't trying know to bring
4: it back yeah
2: great basketball coach Made everybody mad when she decided to go to, go, go to the <laughs> Boys and Girls Club. But tell us about, first of all, from your experience, because I love three-on-three. Three. I think it's just as good as five-on-five five if you do it right. Talk about the three-on-three three tournament and the benefits of it and then also where the proceeds go to help not only what you guys are doing but these uh, young kids in Lincoln.
4: For sure. So three-on-three, three, I think, has has many perks and, as you said, can sometimes be more valuable than five-on-five. Um, I remember kind of growing up in the round ball ruckus days and the hoop it up tournaments that were outdoor. And those were always really big um, events and and things for our community. And so um, I'm not really the gala girl. Mm -hmm. So when I got here and we kind of thought about an annual event that we would like to have, um, Claire Shin, our resource development and marketing person, were like, what about a three-on-three tournament? Um, So to me, it made a lot of sense. We have partnered with Supreme. Um, and so it's it's going to be an indoor thing for folks with bad knees, um, but it's it's going to be a beautiful event, we hope. And um, youth teams can play for $150, adult teams can pay play for $200, and all the proceeds will come back um, to our local Boys and Girls Club and support the efforts and the programming that Kinsey, um and her staff do, and also at Northwest High School and North Star High School as well. So.
2: And what are the dates again? For?
4: So the three on three, three. event is May nineteenth. It's a Sunday. It's the yeah. Sunday after Mother's Day. All right. Um, yep. It's an indoor event. We're gonna have a dunk contest. We're gonna Uh-oh. have a three point get shooting it, contest. Get after Jay. Come on,
2: Jay. <laughs> is, it eight, is it eight foot hoops? Ten. <laughs> oh. Well,
4: we can we can lower it for yeah, yeah, yeah. If that helps
2: you. Yeah, you get yeah, yeah. I need a I need a <laughs> d- declining scale, and I'll get on I'll get on that eight eight foot hoop. But okay. I, don't, I can't get on ten anymore though.
4: Okay. <laughs> well, we'll do eight, and I'll hold you to that. All right. Um but yeah I'm I I think it's going to be really special and I think people are going to be really excited about it.
2: And Kenzie tell us about some of the programs that you head up because I think that's pretty special as well.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Um for our Mission with Boys and Girls Club, we want to be able to expose students even in the middle school space to workforce development, um even if that means learning customer service skills or being able to get creative and bring in guests for our Career Quest Club to expose them to um, what their life could look like and Mm -hmm. where they could go in maybe ways they hadn't thought possible. Um, We also really emphasize creative arts and sports, obviously. Um, And we just really want our kids in that space to not just be at any after school program or space, but feel like they're leaving and really taking away something that can um, help them reach their goals in their life, which I think Helps us stand out from other after school spaces.
2: I always wanted to ask you guys just because of uh, you know my experience in the Boys and Girls Club is like, uh, and then obviously kind of you know doing some mentor stuff and just running into kids yeah. that you know I used to see, and obviously through coaching, tell us about some of the like uh, the special moments that you get in your job because I think you know obviously you come in and you you know we're talking about different events and you talk about the programs, but I think sometimes our listeners and just people in general don't understand the type of impact that sometimes young knuckleheads yeah. like myself that I was have some sort of an impact on yeah. you guys. So can you talk about a couple of stories that uh, come to mind about your experiences?
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, at the basic level, um, having a consistent space where kids can go after school, if they don't have other options and have staff welcoming them, um, they know them by name. They know what they like and what they don't. And they're checking in on them. Um, and we're open three to seven. So mm. that's, and they get dinner with us. So we're like part of their family. Right. Um, I see a lot of kids maybe in ways they aren't able to open up with teachers during the school day, bringing some of the things they're going through to us and being able to connect with families and support them through life things. Um, So I think at that level, we are a support system for them um, and students feel really safe with us.
2: Right. What about you, Dominique?
4: Um, Absolutely. I mean, this is why I wanted to bring Kinsey today because she's, like I said, she's kind of the face of it all, but um, just to add to what she talked about, I think it's very important to note that our club membership for the entire school year is twenty dollars. Right. So when people think about um, yeah. different places and organizations they want to give to, um, the the whole experience is valued at five thousand right. dollars. But to support a kid in our after school program only costs twenty dollars. So yeah, that those dollars go a really long way.
2: Yeah, that's amazing because yeah. you know most likely yeah. people think it's. A lot of money, which twenty dollars right. is a lot of money. But when you think about for a whole year, twenty dollars is uh, pretty feasible. Because I, you know, for a lot of people like myself, I know I probably waste twenty bucks on stuff. <laughs> that well, first of all, I like candy. And I, you know, maybe, maybe I need to give away the candy bars. Dominic, I wanted to ask you from uh, going from coaching. Yep. Whereas, you know, especially in the high school where you you have to check grades, you got to you know kind of be anywhere from a con- you know from a coach to a mentor to a you know everything. accountability police <laughs> the, you know everything talk about the transition from that and your experiences in that which is you had to grow you know as you started to coach and yep. obviously coming from a player yeah then you kind of put on another hat but then I, I go from there to now to this position talk about that because i correct me if i'm wrong maybe some of the experience that you had as a coach yeah and some, probably player before helped you make a, a great transition to ceo
4: For sure. Um, And I don't like to like reference myself as a CEO. I just try to be a team player, but all in all, um, so the mission of the boys and girls club is to empower all youth to reach their full potential. So for me, um, there were so many parallels. The work is the same. It just looks a little bit different Um, day to day. I'm not interacting with students in the same capacity that I was, but um, much like you, I, I was a kid who grew up in community centers and a lot of the success that I've had today can be attributed attributed to that after school programming and those community centers. Right. Um, and so for me, just just coming in and listening, um, I kind of like to say that I have two leadership styles. Sometimes you have to lead a little bit more forcefully, and and then once you get that culture established and built, then it kind of works for itself. So right. you just kind of take a back seat. Right. And so um, this is a little bit different because there are a lot of adults involved. And so I'm just trying to collaborate with Kinsey and the rest of my staff, um, you know, and, and give when we can give and, and, and when there are areas that we have to kind of switch some things up in um, we've done that also, but always providing the why behind everything. I think, um, and this, and this current role has been very imperative to me and I've gotten amazing buy-in from our leadership team and, the community, and, you know, I know a lot of people were kind of bummed to see me walk away from coaching, but at the heart of it, the work is still the same for me. So right. it, it, it made a lot of sense, and I feel like I'm able to be so much more present for my own family. Well, so,
2: and that's most important. Yeah, yeah. Right. um, Kenzie, I wanted to ask you about the importance of after school. And, you know, yeah. it, well, people don't really understand. understand they do, but I think majority of people, as they're just driving up and down, say, O Street, really don't understand how important it is for – um kids to go to have somewhere to go to the confidence right so for me you know like you know my dad was working so he couldn't get from even after practice he couldn't get there so to have somewhere where i could say hey can you drop me off there or like you know to get someplace talk about that just because of the it's not only the safety you know from the regular safeties but the safety to say you know what this is where i can go right and how that impact how that can impact a young you know boy or girl uh, to lead to bigger things in their future.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think what I learned when I was teaching is that kids, especially younger kids, thrive when there's structure. Even if it doesn't, if even if they don't make it seem that way, that they right. they love having a place that they know that they're used to. That there's a set schedule. They're gonna go do this at this time. They're gonna eat dinner at this time. Um, I think that's really, really important for kids in the after school time. Um, And while it doesn't feel like school, it it is fun and we get to do cool things, but um, it provides them a sense of stability. So they're not um, going home and maybe being on their own um, and doing and playing video games and doing that, which is also great for community. But it gives them substance and a place to be that's meaningful.
2: Right. Hey, listen, a busy kid is always a kid that you know where he's at. You're right. right. You're yeah. that. Trust me. Keep him busy. You know, yes. all, you know, that's the one. Trust me, I know. Um, <laughs> now on to the the programs where you have Impact Youth, right? Yeah. Right? And, that's, and then you have another one for volleyball. What the, yeah, it, so right? we
4: have three of them. I'm right. super grateful to Nebraska and just um, being able to kind of piggyback on my connections as a former student athlete. But um, men's and women's basketball right. will have a basketball camp. That is July 29th through August 1st. Yep. And then our volleyball camp will be a three-day camp um, towards the end of June, June 24th through the 27th. So we are really, really excited um, for kids like Boys and Girls Club kids to be able to have this opportunity that probably, honestly, they wouldn't otherwise ever be able to have. Um, We've made it affordable. We are also in the process of raising funds um, to scholarship kids. Um, we have sponsorship information out there about that right now. So if anybody's interested, we would love to partner with you and collaborate. Um, but it's an access thing, right? And, right. So, and that's really important to me. From-
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus,
4: my time at Lincoln High and again just being a kid who grew up in this community with a single parent who busted her butt to afford me the opportunities I've I've had in life. And so that's what we're trying to do, just provide that access, um, those experiences and those opportunities. And I'm truly grateful to Nebraska for for the partnership and all that they're doing to support our mission and vision.
2: Yeah, you know, not just the city of or the state of Nebraska, city of Lincoln and obviously the connections, but also you know, um Give a big shout out to Supreme and VCN Absolutely. as well. Um, Absolutely, yeah. you know. Sometimes we, you know, and they're two of the biggest, you know, I guess club clubs or whatever you want to call it in the state. And for them to uh, be able to give back and reach back to make this as, uh, an option is also you got to give them credit. But then also, it's a credit to you guys as well, and in, in your in what you've done uh, in your in your in, in your jobs at the Boys and Girls Club of Nebraska. Um, I think it's great just because of. Not only are you doing it for the right reasons, but then also you're exposing a lot of kids to the the good things about sports. And and yeah. people don't. I always tell people when well, playing sports, is, like the score don't mean anything. I, this, this that's small stuff, right? This is like you can hey, say that's your you're a national champion. Listen, exactly. I was listen, thinking I, that. I, <laughs> I, well, Jerry, no, come well, on, man. The, the score. Listen, you see me? I'm competitive now. Yes. Okay, I win winning everything. But what I'm saying is the things that you can learn. Absolutely going to one of these camps or sports can to be something that when you're, you know, I'm 48 years old. You could think about I still remember when I went to my first basketball camp, you know, and it was through the boys and girls club. And then we were able to take that. And then I went to like a St. Cloud State camp and I was I don't know how many years ago, 30 some years ago. And so, you know, the impact that you guys are doing, I think, is is uh, you can't put a measurement on it. And it's really, uh, you know, I commend you guys for doing it because uh, the boys and girls club is great. And then obviously sports is great. I uh, never played volleyball. And, uh, but, but I do think it's, it's really good that you have club teams and to support them. So for pe- our listeners, right, we have good listeners that always try to either donate and support, and we'll put it out on our social media. And as we get closer to May yeah. for the three-on-three, three and then yeah. obviously when we get a little bit closer to August or July and August, uh, we'll have you guys back. But tell us where, we can, where they can find you on your website and is all the information there. And give everybody their website, and we'll put it out after we uh, post it on social media as well.
4: Yeah. For sure. So we have um, flyers with QR codes already on them, and I will get you the links um, to those camp registrations and websites on each of those. um, So there's one for basketball, one for volleyball, and then one for our three-on-three event. And there is a link to donate actually right on there. Um, if you're interested in knowing a little bit more about it, you can actually just call our local Boys and Girls Club, and that number is five three one five hundred ten eighty four, and just ask to speak to myself or Claire, um, and we would love to sit down with you and, and tell you a little bit more about how your gift can impact um, several of our kids' lives.
2: That's big. Now, listen, it's tomorrow it starts. You know, I can't. I told you before, you can't. I can't let you go. And a coach is a coach, A coach and is player A player is a player. I, I always tell people, I was, I was telling Austin right before like training camp. You know, you start your. It's just like a
1: Jay starts walking you, different. Yeah, <laughs> we all see it. It is.
2: You feel it, right? But reality is, I can't run up and down the street. It's state state tournament time. Yeah, you feel it, and you and people don't understand the what it's like. to I always tell D, me and DP have arguments here about coaching. It's like you do everything all week. And you got to sit here on the sidewalk and watch and hope and pray they actually do what they can do or did for 20 times in a row. Talk about the feeling of going not only just from the sideline, but then, you know, going off and and, and, and now watching uh, from afar.
4: Yeah, I'm excited to just kind of be a spectator. Um, You know... I, I too am very competitive, and I haven't completely walked away. I'm I'm coaching some third graders this winter, um, so I've gotten my fix um, in that capacity in regard. But I still follow very closely. Um, you know, last year we played we we obviously lost in the state finals. We played Millard West in our opening in the, in the round of eight. And I was so impressed by them. I was so impressed by their coaching. They were the team that honestly made me the most nervous mm-hmm. um, because at this level to find five kids out there on the court that can all dribble, pass, and shoot the three ball makes you very dangerous. Um, and so I was extremely nervous about drawing them and as, as the two seed. Um, and, and they're back in the tournament. And I actually said yeah. right after we played them last year that that's who I was picking to win this year. Um, and they have certainly delivered. I think they're like twenty four and one, maybe right, or something yeah, like that. Seed, they lost yeah. one game to the top, um, to number twenty, uh, Johnston in Iowa. So they've certainly delivered. They're very experienced. They have a few Power Five recruits on their team, yeah. um, and so that's that's kind of my pick to win it all. But super excited to just be a spectator this year. Um, the game has given me a lot, and right. I'm I'm very grateful. For my time at Lincoln High and what I was able to do, but certainly looking forward to just hiding in the background yeah, and watching. I hear this that. <laughs> well,
2: I, got, I got a couple more questions because we got into, we already didn't get into heated argument, but I, I've, t- I've taken some shots now. They've been coming at your boy. You, you know, I stand on business though. You know, I always say the mindset from Lincoln to Omaha is different. For sure. And that's why I probably just, I just can't understand. I can't get myself to get there. Nobody believes me. What About
4: that, that the mindset's different.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so for so for people out there that want to get mad at me, <laughs> you know, I got some backup here, and you know, and she she's been right in it. Talk about the difference. Well, first of all, I want to ask you a couple questions. Talk about the experience of taking the leap of faith, going to Lincoln High, mm-hmm. right? Which yeah. isn't the easiest place, right? Yeah. Right. And and accepting the challenge yep. and accepting the challenge. And then embracing it. Because I think there's two different things. When you accept the job, you're accepting the challenge. But when you embrace it, in my opinion, it turns quicker. So yeah. talk about your experience of building that program, building those young ladies up. And I've, I watched you from the year before in the, in the state tournament. And then coming back and, and going a little bit far. Talk about that. Because I don't think people really understand that process in Lincoln. And then we'll touch on the difference between Lincoln and the Metro.
4: For sure. I think there is something to be said about how, I mean, and I don't just see this in basketball, full transparency. Jay, you probably see this with youth football. Right, Um, There is something about it. I don't know if it's an access thing or what, but there is certainly something that feels different in Omaha than it does in Lincoln. Um, That being said, as much credit as I would like to take at Lincoln High, and I did, put in a lot of time, energy, effort, blood, sweat, tears, yeah. all of that. Um, it. it I, I spoke earlier about leading two different ways. and right. So I think you lead vocally, and then you lead by example. What everybody saw last year um, at Lincoln High and why there were so many tears behind it was because it was a culmination of like four years right. that took us to get to that point. Last year, though, they saw me leading a lot, just like I said, kind of behind the scenes. When things kind of got hectic and chaotic, I would kind of have to step in, but we had been working towards that for four years. Um, and, and when I first got there, a lot of what I was doing was leading by example, right. and, you know, those kids, they didn't really believe that they were good enough or that they had the tools and the resources to be successful. They also, I don't always like to use this excuse, but I know it was really real living through the pandemic. Right. Um And all that, that entailed, but slowly but surely every day I was preaching the right things and I was being consistent. Like Kenzie talked about how, right. how important and imperative that is for our kids, especially our Brown and our black kids. Right. And so I just showed up every day. I worked hard. I modeled what I wanted them to become. And then after a while, it it just honestly kind of started working for yeah. themselves. They understood the importance of going to class and practicing hard and setting aside kind of all the other BS. Um, and, and then once they kind of started seeing it pay off dividends for them, they bought in. Right. Um. And so, yeah, I was I was a big part of that. But a lot of it was them believing in me, too, right? It, right. it works both ways. And so um, we worked really hard on building good and healthy relationships and taking feedback um, and being coachable. And me also having to receive some of that feedback. And, sure. Have them tell me things sometimes like, well, you could say it differently, Nick, or we could have, you know, Mm -hmm. we could have approached this, um, in a different capacity than we did. It was, it was a two-way streak. Um, but yeah, it was, it was rewarding because those kids bought in and invested and believed in me also. And so we didn't go out on top, so to speak, but we did those, those kids are winners and they're all in college and they're thriving. And 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 a lot of them had faced a lot of adversity in their first year of college, you know, because there are still COVID kids playing at 22, 23 years yeah. old. So some of my kids have seen very little time, and that's the first time in their playing careers that that's happened. But because they they stood the test of time with me and we got over all those hurdles, they've they've made it More in college. Many. And yeah. they haven't checked out, and they didn't walk away at semester, and so... To me, that those are all successes, and and that makes them winners in life. All
2: right, one more question before we uh, let you go is: uh, I always say there's a difference in Lincoln and Omaha sports. Um, I don't like I said I don't know why or whatever because I, I always say this man you could go and walk around the mall or you know you know walk through Lincoln High. I could put the I could put a basketball squad together from Lincoln High. Now, granted, I know it's different. You got to get some skills and stuff. Uh, to it, but talk about the difference because you've seen it because you've refed it, which she hasn't yeah. told you. She refs a lot of games, so you've seen it when the Omaha teams come down here from Lincoln or for coming down from Omaha to Lincoln and some of the tournaments that you ref, you see the difference so from your perspective and a former coach's perspective and an athlete. Give us give us your opinion.
4: Well, I think, I think, um, again, especially fr- from a developmental standpoint. And when dealing with uh, particularly, honestly, kids of color, I think Omaha does a little bit. They they do it differently. They get more involvement and they're getting parents kind of invested at an earlier age. And so a lot of those parents are kind of invested in their kids um, sports experience. They're coaching the kids. Um, you see a lot more kind of accountability you don't see a lot of kids from omaha talking back to coaches and right. you know the same way that you sometimes see those things in lincoln but um i i think it is a mindset thing and i think for as much as we talk about working on the physical part of the game right. and um the de- the developmental side of the game that also has to be done between the ears too right and, um, there, there certainly appears to be an edge there a little bit. And I think, I think there's a real opportunity in Lincoln for sure. us to continue to grow in that regard, um, and help our kids with like their mental and emotional, um, training right. to to kind of give them that edge to push them over for certain. Right.
2: So Kenzie, I can't let you go. We got <laughs> We got the hardest question out here. <laughs> Is she taking you out on the court yet? And you went one on one or what? <laughs> I
3: really hope not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if people don't know, kids, Kenzie, Kinsey's dad, you know, used to keep us all in check. Yep. You know, for the people out there, Kenzie, everybody thinks I was a I was a little bit of a problem when I was in college. Tell them, Dennis never came home and complained about oh, j yes. yeah. yeah, he
3: never did. he never
2: did. Oh, man, thank you, thank you guys for coming in. Um, we'll put out your information. We want you guys to come back. You're always welcome. You, got, you know that. Uh, so leading up to May, you know, in another month or so, we'll get it out there. We'll make sure we'll get as many people there, for, especially for three-on-three, three. Um, and then also for the camps because you guys are doing a lot of great things. And appreciate you guys coming in. Always enjoy seeing you guys. We're going to take a break. Jay Foreman, Austin Orman, Old School. We'll be right back. Hey. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com